Hello, everybody, and welcome to Call to the Bullpen, presented by Capital Sports Media Network. From high school to the pros, CSMN is the capital region's home for everything sports. I'm CSMN senior baseball correspondent David Payne, alongside co-host Brad Zampar. Let's play ball. We are here with episode 14, take two, since we just recorded 54 minutes of episode 14 uh, without our microphone plugged in. So uh, our first big mishap there uh, and a massive waste of 54 minutes, but uh, we're back. We're not giving up. Uh, we are we are resilient and, and we're still going to give you this episode uh, and we're going to kick it off with a cool little experience that we got to have on Wednesday night at the Bowie Bay Sox versus Hartford Yard Goats game at Dunkin' Donuts Park. The Bowie Bay Sox are the double-A affiliate of the Baltimore Orioles, which you guys know is our favorite team. Uh, and we went there to see our future face of the franchise, uh, Mr. Adley Rutschman. Uh, there was the first time that either of us have seen him in person. In person. Yep. Yeah, uh, we got to see him get a base knock, uh, which is pretty cool. We saw our first Adley hit, and I'm sure we're going to see many, many, many more, more of those yeah. in the future, uh, hopefully onto Utah Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but the, the real reason that we picked Wednesday night to go was the double-A debut of Grayson Rodriguez, who is the number 21 overall prospect in Major League Baseball uh, and the Orioles number two and our number one pitching prospect. Uh, the dude was a, a, our first overall draft pick a few years back, uh, and uh, the dude chucks, right? The dude throws absolute gas. Uh, and, and speaking of gas, we brought a little sign to the game with us. We had been talking to RDT from Barstool, who's the, the Orioles Barstool guy, and he's got this running gag that, that Grayson has the gas. Uh, so we tweeted at him and we said, we're going to see G-Rod's double-A debut. Uh, he responded saying, bring the gas can so you can gas the boy up. Uh, so naturally, we put a sign together with a picture of a gas can in the middle saying Grayson's secret stuff around it. And we brought it to the game with us. And we sat down on the, the right field line when he went out to warm up. And he gave us a smile and a head nod like a little let's go. Um, we took it out to the bullpen when he was throwing out in the bullpen, and and I would say he had the gas. He definitely had the gas. He when he threw his first warm up pitch, both of us looked at each other just in, in complete disgust. Uh, just thinking fast about fast forward two years, please. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I saw that first pitch, and I we knew it was going to be a long night for the yard goats, and and that it was. He threw five innings of one run ball, one walk, eight Ks. Uh, an overall dominant debut, the same G-Rod that we were seeing down at Class A. Uh, he came up with that same guy, uh, exactly who we expected him to be. Oh, absolutely. And, he, you know, he, he had a, a little bit of a rough start in the first inning, but but dude was just cruising after that. He just had to get settled in, that was all. Yeah, so he, he gave up, what, two two hits in the first? And, mm, and one more after that? Maybe? Yeah, and one more after that. Dude, dude just battled all night. Uh, he touched 100 miles an hour six times. It's not very often that you see a, a, a system uh, or a team with two guys who are, are pumping out 100 miles an hour. As starters. Yeah, as, as, as starting pitchers. And this team, this team does have two of them there in Bowie. Uh, they got D.L. Hall, who is the number 56 overall prospect. He's our number two pitching prospect. And we're going to go back and see him on Saturday night 
DL is another guy that throws 100. So G-Rod and DL are, are going to be future staples in our rotation uh, as long as everything goes according to plan, and, and thus far it has, right? It has, yeah. I mean, these two have performed at every level along the way, uh, but, you know, Grayson was dominant. But a, a quick shout-out to Kevin Smith, who we got in the Miguel Castro trade with the Mets. Dude went out there in relief of Grayson. He threw four innings of zero-run ball, seven Ks, and, and that lowered his ERA on the year to a .86. Uh, so Miguel Castro is, is doing his work for the Mets right now, throwing some filthy pitches, making it on Pitching Ninja. Uh, it seems like at least once a week, but what Kevin Smith is doing his part there. A little win-win trade there, I'd say. Definitely a win-win. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited to see what most of the guys on that buoy team do because most of them are going to be contributors to the major, major league, league level for us. Yeah. I mean, this is the second best team in minor league baseball record wise right now. Uh, and absolutely number one uh, lettuce wise their their yeah. hair is just unbelievable on that team. Uh, they have some luscious locks. Uh, I, I'm going to put them right up at the top of the best hair in minor league baseball. Uh, and if they were in the bigs, if they were all, all those flow guys were, were joining Hunter Harvey in the big leagues with his, <laughs> His crazy mullet and flow. Uh, I'm going to put the Orioles organization at the very top of the hair charts there. Yeah, exactly. But super cool to go see uh, three of our, our top prospects there. Uh, and Adley actually stuck around after the game and took a flick with us, which is really cool. We got a picture with Adley uh, and we got a little deal right now with G-Rod. Uh, I had posted a, a tweet of my sign saying that, you know, G-Rod liked my sign. And then I, the other picture was me and Adley. And, and, you know, we got a picture with Adley. So it was a good night. Uh, the tweet kind of blew up. It's got over 100 likes, got retweeted by RDT from Barstool. Uh, and it made its way to Grayson's phone. And Grayson uh, sent me a DM saying the sign was fantastic. Uh, so I said to him, I was like, I'll bring it back Saturday night if you take a picture with me. And he said, yes, sir. So uh, hopefully Saturday night we're, we're going to get a picture with Grayson and I'm thinking if we bring a, a sign for DL, we'll get one with him Yeah, too. he might take a flick for us too, because I know he was loving our G-Rod sign because we saw after the game when they were doing the handshake, we saw DL tap G-Rod on the shoulder and point the sign out to him. And then G-Rod gave us a little fist bump there. So we could walk away from this weekend with photographs with our, our top three prospects. It's going to be phenomenal. Bowie's not allowed to sign autographs right now. So the next best thing is getting a picture with them that eventually one day we can print out, take get the Camden signed. Yards, right, and get them to sign it there. While we're on the topic of the minor leagues, we had some pictures from the A's minor leaguers surface this week of some disgusting meals that they were fed. A couple pieces of chicken and a couple slices of pepper and a tortilla uh, and a cheese sandwich. And that's what we're feeding our, our future stars, I guess, in the minor leagues. It looks like a McDonald's during the lunch rush. Yeah, I mean, I, I ate better lunches than that in elementary school, uh, and, and I certainly wasn't a professional athlete who needs a, a very full nutritional Nutritious diet meal, yeah. right? In, in elementary school. So, you know, we, we got to be feeding our guys better than that. We got to be treating our guys better than that, too, better than sleeping in clubhouses. We heard some horror stories of some teams not getting hotels and having to sleep in the locker rooms. Uh, listen, these are our future stars. If you want them to perform, if you want them to develop, we got to treat them right. If you want them to stick with our organizations in the future, we got to treat them right. These are guys. The second they get in the organization, not yeah. once they reach the major league level. Yeah, absolutely. From the top down. I mean, we just saw the Houston Astros uh, extend housing to all of their players at every level. That's a, a huge first step that hopefully we'll see the other 29 teams take. I mean, this is. When you're investing in your minor league clubs, you're investing in their, your big league club because those are your future stars. So if you want them to develop, you got to feed them. 
you know, and, and, you know, feeding them food wise, feeding them, uh, you know, any other, you know, feed them housing wise, mm-hmm. feed them uh, training wise, making sure they have access to proper training and stuff. And it's, you know, we just cut 40 minor league teams last year so that we could better provide for the current ones we have. Uh, and that begs the question, why is this still happening? Um, and, and corporate greed is the answer. The, I would say. It has to be the answer, right? Cost cutting. Uh, but that's not the way that you build a, a winning, successful organization of, of good players, right? We, we want our organization to be attractive to free agents, and we also want it to be, you know, something where we're building elite Have a good talent. Reputation. Right. We want to build elite talent from, from the bottom up. Uh, and, and obviously that starts in the minor leagues. The MLB owners had a meeting this week where uh, they, they said what we already knew, and that's that pitchers using sticky substances is running rampant through the game. Uh, and so to combat that, they came out with a three-pronged strategy. Uh, prong one is place greater responsibility on the teams to enforce rules in-house. So that's coaches, staff, other players saying, hey, listen, uh, there's there's a 10-game suspension on the line right now. We can't have you know our guys, guys missing 10 time. games. Yep. Right. We need to be following the rules here so we're not getting caught. So that's that's prong one. Prong two is empowering umpires to check pitchers for substances. And, and the, the ground rule here is you throw out the equipment that's tainted. You don't throw out the player. We're trying to avoid suspensions here, which makes this enforcement all cool with exactly. me. Exactly. Right. As long as we're not suspending players for it, cool by me. Enforce it uh, if it's obvious. Right. I mean, guys go into their gloves hasn't really been too much of an issue. No. And, you know, that, that's not really they're, – they're pretty good at hiding it. That's not like a naked eye kind of thing. Yep. But when you get like the Gio Gallegos incident from last week, with the bright red hat with a spot on it, you know, it's we're just not blatant. Yeah. And we're not throwing geo out of the game, nope. which is not what happened last week. They, they, they did this before this was the rule, right? They said, get the hat out, get him a new hat. He's good. You can keep pitching. Right. Which that's fine. Right. Just get, if it's obvious, get the piece of equipment out, let the guy keep playing and it's all fine. Uh, and the third prong is uh, increasing enforcing in the minor leagues. Because this, you know, this isn't something that guys just start doing when they get to no. the major leagues. I mean, Let's be honest. This is this is a high school college thing, oh, too. Absolutely. Right. This is going on at, at every level. But, you know, you start enforcing it in the minor leagues. Guys, you know, they'll figure it out. And they but by the time they get to the major leagues, they don't they don't, they don't need, need it. it right. And they're not used to using it. And and this is all hopefully on the way to one blanket approved substance. Yeah, because yep. we've mentioned hitters want it. Yeah, hitters, hitters, hitters need are fine it. With it. Yeah. The hitters are, are cool with with pitchers knowing where their 9900 mile an hour fastballs are going because one of those gets away someone gets seriously injured yeah well life uh, is lost yeah so you know hopefully we're on the way to that but this is this is a fine step in my opinion i'm not up in arms about oh we're gonna police this blah 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 kind of like how um, mike schilt was last week yeah. as long as we're not tossing guys out and we're trying our best to avoid the suspensions i'm, I'm cool with it yeah it's a good good uh, good start at least uh, another thing, uh, initiative the MLB put out this week is the Vaccinate at the Plate initiative. All 30 teams are going to hold a vaccination event at their stadium in the month of June. Uh, it's, it's up to the teams when they're going to do that. Um, but basically, unvaccinated fans can go to the stadium, get a shot there, uh, and they're going to get a free ticket to a game with their shot. So, you know, a ticket on average runs 30 bucks or so. So you're getting yeah. to go see a ball game for free. It's better than getting like a single drink for free. Yeah, I dude, that they could do yeah something like you get a or a you know a promotional 
t-shirt or visor or something like that they're giving you a ticket to a ball game you're going to go to a ball game exactly so you know if 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 doing your part is isn't enough maybe a free ticket to a ball game will be so if you're not vaccinated uh go to your local mlb stadium <laughs> and get your shot what a, what a cool place to get vaccinated yeah too. i got vaccinated at a, at a cvs and a strip mall <laughs> so I mean, if I could have been vaccinated at Camden Yards. Yeah, that would have been the ideal choice. CVS in a strip mall. So, hey, head down to Yankee Stadium or PNC Park. Get your shot there. Do your part. And then go see a ball game. Trevor Bauer is is back in our our call of the bullpen headlines after falling off for a few weeks. I talked about him all the time uh, when I was just doing the show. Uh, He, for once, has kind of stayed quiet over a a little stretch there. He's back now, though, with a, a cool idea for the fans. Um, that has to do with celebrations. And he tweeted, question for the fans. Should we turn celebrations into something like a UFC belt? For instance, if I'm currently the owner of the sword and one eye Selly, if someone wants it, they have to challenge me before the game. Then whoever wins keeps the Selly. Yes, no. I say yes. It has to be yes. It's, it's, it's a great chance to grow the game even more. Yeah, I'm for it. I think it's cool. I think if the Padres are playing the Dodgers and Tatis calls them out before the game, says, hey, I want to challenge you for the one eye Selly today. And then Nando goes two for three. After that, Nando gets to keep the Selly and do the one eye Selly whenever he wants. And then guess what? The Padres go to, to play the, the Mets. And Marcus Stroman says, you know, Nando, I, I want to challenge you this game for the one eye Selly. You know, Stro strikes him out twice. He goes one for three. Stro gets the Selly now. Stro can do the one eye Selly whenever he wants. You know, it just gets passed around the exactly. league like that. And when you got fun stuff like that happening, you know, eventually it gets to a team that, you know, not many people are going to watch. And mm-hmm. and somebody, you know, let's say Key Brian Hayes calls out Marcus Stroman. You know, how many people are going to tune into a, a Pirates-Mets game that aren't Pirates or Mets fans? Not, probably, not many. Probably barely any, right? But you get Key Brian Hayes calling out Marcus Stroman for the one eye Selly. Guess what? I want to tune into at least three bats at bats of that ball game. Yeah. I want to watch those at bats. I want to see what happens there. I want to see who gets the Selly. Yeah, I'll follow that. Like just like I follow, you know, the welterweight title belt. <laughs> so I I think that's a cool idea, and I'm all for it. Uh, I'm not all for the way that the idea came about. No, uh, and no. that was the Giants player uh, Mauricio Dubon hit a hit a home run off Kershaw the night after Bauer struck him out and did the sword Selly. So Bauer strikes Dubon out, does the sword Selly one night. Next night, Dubon hits a home run off Kershaw, does the sword Selly when he hits the plate. Just a, a complete weirdo move to me to troll someone not in the game, right? He didn't sting Bauer. No, he stung Kershaw. And, he's and then got trolled no Bauer. say in the situation. Yeah, Bauer's not involved whatsoever here. As far as we're concerned, Bauer still owns you because he struck you out the night exactly. before. You didn't get him back, right? If he took Bauer deep and does the Later sword selling, yeah. right, then, you know, we're all for it. And you know who else is all for it? Bauer. Bauer's all for it too, right? You know, you you sting him and you do a selly. He doesn't care because he's going to do the same thing to you. Exactly. It's just a, a, a weirdo move, I thought, to to do Bauer's selly as a troll move after taking another pitcher deep. Yep. That was just weird to me, but I'm all for the, the selly call out idea. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. Bauer's also making a, a pretty cool business move, I think, in his deal with Lids. If you bring your hat to a Lids, they'll embroider his logo on your hat. MLB's making him cover up his logo all the time. Uh, there was the incident with the jersey unbuttoned and, and the shirt 
and and he got hit with a fine for for or, or a notice that he was gonna get fined. Yes, yeah. Uh, if, if he kept showing his logo because it's not an MLB approved logo, no fun league. Yes, it's, definitely the it's no what, fun league is what you called it the first time that we, we recorded this episode, <laughs> and you called it the no fun league. And I'm I'm with that. You want guys to to grow the game and to have a brand and exactly. stuff, and then you're not letting them do it because so, they're not getting any of the money. And right, that's the only reason why they're not letting them do it. Right. So you know, if Bauer's one thing, it's creative and and resourceful. So he goes to Lids and say, "Hey, if they bring their hat there, you put my logo stamp, on it. Stamp my so logo. I, I could bring any hat. I could bring my A's hat, my Cardinals hat, my Marlins hat, and and I could get the Bauer outage logo stuck on the side of it there at Lids because MLB can't police what we do with our property as fans. They can produce or they they can police what he does yeah. in their interviews at their venues and such. They can't police what we do with our hats at Lids. Nope. You got a Dodgers hat. You're gonna take it and get a Bauer I outage think, on I it. I think I'm gonna have to." It's pretty cool. So yeah, they're not gonna police what we do with our hats. I might take one there, get a little just just as a f you to Rob Manfred. Exactly. Just just to to stick it to the man there. We want to shout out uh, some blogs here. We want to shout out Trevor Niffin's College World Series blog. Uh, I was watching some College World Series games today, and the the regionals started. Uh, the regionals are going to run June 4th through 7th. The super regionals are going to run June 11th through 14th. And on June 19th in Omaha, the College World Series is going to kick off the championship series starting on June 28th. Uh, college baseball is fun to watch. Also, that's that's our future minor leaguers who are yeah. going to be our future major leaguers. So it's the future before it's the future. You get to see them when they're young. Yeah. You know, Adley Rutschman was an Oregon State guy. Spencer Torkelson. At, at Arizona State. Now you uh, got the current guys over at Vanderbilt. Right. You got Kumar, you got Jack over there. You know, all, all the if you pay attention to the MLB draft, your eyes should be glued to the College World Series, right? Because these yeah. are names that we're gonna hear called in a month. It's yeah. it's all-star week, right? Yep. Yeah. Is when the draft is. So we're gonna hear these these big names that you see showing out in the College World Series called in a month. So guess what? Your team's gonna pick someone who's in the College World Series right now. Odds More than are. likely, yeah. Odds are your team's gonna pick one. So tune into the College World Series, see who these guys are before they're members of your organization, uh, and go to capitalsportsmn.com and check out Trevor's two-part College World Series regional preview. There's part one and there's part two. Uh, so keep an eye out for both. Uh, and also, while you're there, you should go read Megan's Women's College World Series blog that kicked off yesterday. I watched the James Madison upset over Oklahoma. Uh, college sports are, are in general, baseball and softball don't get the kind of attention no. that football and basketball get. Uh, but they're they're just as, it's if deserving. not even more, deserving and exciting. Uh, so those are two blogs you should absolutely check out at CapitalSportsMN.com. We talked uh, last week about the the roster update in the show. We got the third inning program now this weekend uh, with three new bosses, Dennis Eckersley, Troy Gloss, and Grady Sizemore. Uh, you're not looking forward to facing that Eckersley card, huh? No, that, that thing's definitely going to do some damage and some pain to me. Yeah, uh, I'm not – I haven't been that big into the, the Diamond Dynasty this year been more into franchise road to the show uh, and such, but I do got a diamond dynasty team We're we're getting better every week. All right. I'm, I'm working on it. All right. I'm getting there. I'm not up there competing in the, in the world series on rank, but I'm getting there. Okay. I don't think I've made it past spring training on rank. If we're being honest, 
Um, but, but you know what? When we were at that Bay Sox game, uh, I was watching my Diamond Dynasty battery. My ace That's is G-Rod. Fair. G-Rod's my ace and Adley's my catcher. So I was seeing my Diamond Dynasty battery in person. And I tell you what, I went home that night, got right on the show, and I played a game <laughs> with him. I played a nine-inning game with him. That G-Rod on the Just show. Just needed more of it. Guess what? He was tired, too. He had, 80, <laughs> he had 86 energy because I had used him the game before. <laughs> but we just saw him pitch. So I was like, I'm using him right now. Just throwing mode, heaters. Mode. <laughs> throwing straight heaters. Uh, but that's that's the third inning program out now. Uh, so if, if you're a sh- the show player, uh, you, you might be a little disappointed with the bosses in this one. Not quite as cool as some of the previous ones. No. Uh, but you only got to deal with it for two, three weeks, and yeah. then we'll get the fourth inning program out. Uh, and, you know, the, the cards are getting better with with every inning program that comes out. Uh, so yeah, a little bit of a letdown maybe there, but still some cool cards there. I haven't seen a Grady Sizemore card in a no, while. Uh, and, and, you know, Eckersley always looks super cool with the stirrups on and the long hair. And uh, if you had told me to guess 500 players who were going to get a, a boss card, I don't think Troy Glove would have ever came up. <laughs> No, it's definitely a definitely a strange one. Don't think I ever would have guessed that if you gave me five hundred guesses. But I, I, it's cool. I think I, it's kind of cool that it's a guy yeah. that you wouldn't really expect. Yeah, that's the whole point of this, I guess. I mean, they just did all the team affinities, which were all like superstar guys, like Cliff Lee, Jim Tomei. So it's kind of cool to throw in a guy like that who's a, a really good major leaguer. Yeah, but like, never, never really a star there. If you want to see our power rankings. Uh, you can head over to uh, our Instagram on Monday. Uh, we're going to have the power rankings posted on there. Uh, a quick disclosure, though. The power rankings are made ahead of time. The power rankings are made before the episode drops. Uh, and the, then the post is made on Instagram afterwards. Before a whole series is played. Right. There's there's a whole weekend series in between the power rankings being made and the post being made on Instagram because the episode drops before the post on Instagram drops. If something happens over the weekend, like the Yankees getting swept by the Tigers, please spare us. We're sitting there all weekend watching stuff like that happen. Last weekend, I was like, we're getting absolutely flamed in the comments when people see the Yankees at four on the power rankings after getting swept by the Tigers. And I hopped right on the comments and I put a little disclosure on there that, that maybe the Yankees and Tigers should switch from the Tigers onto the power rankings, the Yankees onto the sour rankings, uh, just to get ahead of it, ahead of any of the Yankee fan comments we were going to get uh, inevitably about that. Uh, but the just spare us if, if something crazy happens this weekend and like the number one team gets swept by by a bad team. Listen, it was ahead of time. We know we're thinking it too. But but real quickly, we'll just run through the top ten here because I I know my boy Zach Cronk is going to be listening to this and I know he's going to want to hear me say it. The number one team in the power rankings this week. You ask and you shall receive. Tampa Bay Rays are the number one team in the power rankings this week because they are scorching hot. Uh, they are, have been almost unbeatable in the last two weeks. Uh, and the Padres and Dodgers did not defend the, the two and three spot very well. Uh, so I, I just had to ha- let him hear me say the Rays at number one. Uh, quickly, the rest. Number two is the San Diego Padres. Number three, the L.A. Dodgers. Number four, Chicago White Sox. Number five, NOS leaders at the moment. The San Francisco Giants, number six, the Oakland A's, number seven, the Chicago Cubs, number eight, the New York Mets, 
Number nine, the New York Yankees. Number 10, the Toronto Blue Jays. Moving on to our sour rankings after an abysmal uh, last uh, really three weeks or or so. Uh, The Arizona Diamondbacks are bad and only going to get worse as the trade deadline looms. Uh, And and Mad Bum on the shelf now. Yeah, he was – they're taking him for an MRI. So you lose your starting pitcher already. That's that's not good. Yeah, you, you lose Mad Bomb and, and you're going to be trading all your other good players like Cattell Marte, David Peralta. Uh, bad situations only going to get worse in the desert there. Number two, after losing nine in a row, uh, they they really gave the D-backs a run at number one there. Uh, but a, a couple redeeming qualities for the Texas Rangers kept them out of the number one, uh, like Adolis Garcia, Joey Gallo. The D-backs don't have the bright spots like that. So the Rangers, number two. Number three, the Pirates, the, from from everything I saw, got the fundamentals right this week and just touched first base on a force play at first base. So they're, they're not number one, but number three, because they are still pretty bad. The Orioles snapped our 14-game losing streak, and we are undefeated in the month of June at the moment. Uh, so number four for the O's, we get to move down a spot. Uh, and number five, bringing up the rear, is the Miami Marlins, who are on a six-game losing skid, falling more and more out of contention in the NL East. East. Yeah, the NL East, the way that they're they're all playing. Only one team above 500 in that division, uh, and that's the New York Mets. That's going to be it for episode 14, 2.0. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Capital Sports MN. Follow Brad and I on Instagram and Twitter at the David Payne and at Brad Zampar. Make sure you check out that new website, capitalsportsmn.com. If you haven't done that yet, we, we hyped it up last week. It is super sick. It is your one-stop shop for everything CSMN. You can listen to our podcasts, read our blogs. Uh, you can do everything and anything that you would need to do. Uh, CSMN, Call to the Bullpen, Section 2 Show, Start Spreading the News. All that is, is going to be right on capitalsportsmn.com. Uh, shout out Bobby Lane for asking us a question in our mailbox this week. Uh, and for uh, taking care of uh, this disaster, disaster of a malfunction we got going on here. Uh, so, so Bobby, as always, thank you. Thank you to Kyle Milligan, our founder. Uh, and, and we want to give a shout out to Jaron Frangi, who did our graphic for the, our, our Bay Sox Yard Goats takeover on Instagram. Uh, we had given him maybe eight hours notice that we were going to the game that night, and he threw something good together for us to, to put up on the story. Uh, so a, a big shout out to him. If you want to listen to our mailbox, it's going to go up on IGTV on Wednesday night. You can hear the four questions that, that we're answering this week, uh, and they're good ones. Uh, and, and our studio is coming along uh, a little more every week. So if you want to see uh, the little upgrades to the studio, make sure you check out our IGTV video on Wednesday. Until next week, I'm David Payne alongside Brad Zampar. See you next week. What's going on, everybody? This is Kyle Milligan, founder of CSMN. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Capital Sports MN and find all of our content on our website at CapitalSportsMN.com. Peace out, everyone. God bless.